So, quick recap. With more girls joining the team, the tensions between players started to flare up. And with the boys retaliating, the girls fighting back, parents pressing the school, and the principal trying to intervene, Brennan Sander, the coach, felt like he needed to act. So with only six girls in the East Kilo team, Brennan Sander decided to kick all the boys off. Will enough girls join the new team before their first official match? Well, maybe we should be asking another question. Equality. Is it negotiable? Should it be subjected to compromise or pursued at any cost? Surely pursuit without consideration for others is the very definition of selfishness. If so, it must be questioned. Can one truly fight for their own interests and equality? I just want you to understand the situation we're in. I've decided that we will no longer be competing in the mixed league with boys. Unfortunately, this decision has left us with six players in the team and in desperate need for more by Saturday. On that day, we play a team that finished seventh last year, Flemington Grammar School. They're a team I believe we can beat with just girls. In fact, that's not the match I'm concerned about. In three matches time, we play against third place finishers Williamstown College. By that stage, I hope to be in a position in which I know your strengths and weaknesses. Because on that day, we'll be defending two years straight victories for East Keelor High School. And I want to do that with just girls. From Sin Media, this is the Graduates Cup podcast. I'm Marin Boyan, and that was a speech to the girls' first soccer team of East Keelor by Brendan Sander, the coach of the now female-only mixed team. The events of the last few weeks have been chaotic, to say the least. East Kilo has gone from barely attracting any female players into the mixed team to enforcing a new rule that only allows for female players. And the transition has left its mark. From everything I've seen, what struck me were the immediate ramifications a female-only mixed team has had upon everyone. So, let's get straight into it. Here I am with Alison Grace, 90 minutes before the next game, against Flemington Grammar School. I thought I was running late, but it's just you two at the moment. This school's a bit tricky to find, isn't it? Away games are like that. That's why the school organises buses for them. Oh, right. So you came in by school bus. How are you feeling about uh, today's game? 
Well, I don't know about Alice, but I feel anxious. Especially after this morning. I feel we need to perform, but I don't know if we'll even get the chance. How so? Well, can you imagine if we don't get to play today? That'll be it. They'll remove coach, band girls, and everything will be gone. We, we would have destroyed the school's longest ever winning streak. Girls soccer will be forever ruined. <sighs> uh, I, I get that part, but... Alice, this morning, can you fill me in? Well, I know about Grace, and I feel more optimistic than her. If we get the players, we can definitely win. Coach says it himself. He's more concerned about the game in a few matches' time than this one. The match against third place? Yeah. The match today is more about getting a feel of how best to approach those matches. However, I am afraid Grace might be contagious. Like, did you hear that? That was a zombie. Heavy breathing, crazy movements, a need for a brain. Hey, what's wrong with zombies? (laughs) Okay, uh, enough about Grace. Alice, please, what happened this morning? This morning? Not much. Grace and I met at the bus, Dad came along for the ride, we made a whole bunch of phone calls. Your dad went on the school bus as well? Yeah. And does that make you feel anxious? Not him specifically, but yeah, I I guess. Actually, yeah. Alice makes a good point. I would like to add the feeling of butterflies in my stomach to the previous answer. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm missing something. How does your dad affect whether you play or not? No, he doesn't. Okay, then. Why wouldn't you get to play today? Why? We're an hour and a half before the match and there are only two of us here. Yeah, but during the last two matches it was something very similar. Yeah, but that was then and this is now. Um, (laughs) You two weren't there, were you? Did you know Brendan spoke to the girls' first team? No. Uh, okay. So, he made this grand speech about joining the team. He was recruiting people? How was it? It was good. Real good. I would join if I could. So, I I know you're a little low on players and need, what, like five more to make a full team? But I don't think you need to worry so much right now. I'm sure it'll be fine. Huh. I wish you'd told me that yesterday. Why? The new girls are not the ones we're worried about right now. Well, we are. Yeah, we are. Actually, imagine if they came now. That would be really awkward. But I'll call about that later. Then, what's the problem? Marin, we arrived by school bus because it's an away game today. And... It's rare for people to get their parents to drive them to an away game. Normally, the entire team would come by bus. But today, it's just us two. Although not a player, someone who is here supporting the team is Peter Carey, otherwise known as Alice's dad. Say hi. Hello. Do you come to Alice's games often? Uh, yeah, most home games I do. Yeah, I I think I saw you last game, but... I didn't realise you were Alice's dad. Uh, Ironically, over the last few weeks, I feel like I've heard a lot about Alice, but at the same time, I know little about her. Would you mind giving me a bit of background of her 
perhaps on what makes her so driven? Driven? Well, maybe she gets that from me. <laughs> yes. Uh, um, uh, well, uh, I don't know. She's the youngest of four. The rest, older brothers. Um, actually, I can tell you the story about how she got into soccer. If that works for you. That works. Well, she was six at the time and I was coaching her eight-year-old brother. At some point, she walks up and she says that she wants to play. Now, I was like, you know, these eight-year-old kids, they kick their opponents half of the time, they go for the ball. So, of course, that's not happening. So then she starts whinging and crying and, ah, oh, all right, go, go, I said. And you wouldn't believe it. She runs into the game. Her first touch, it's a goal. And ever since she was hooked? More than you know. But I feel now it's just making her overly stressed, especially with year 11 workload. <laughs> Plus the whole soccer thing. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> so please, don't go winding her up anytime soon. In that case, I'll ask you instead of Alice. Do dads often come to games by school bus? Oh no. I was only allowed because I taught at the school last year. Did you come to talk to former colleagues? Well, funny you say that. Because that's exactly what I told Alice. I'd rather not stress her out further with the truth. So why did you come? Take a look for yourself. This is the text I got from Mr Sander early this morning. Wait, what? I know. Peter, seriously, you, you got to tell them. Listen to me. It's better if they don't know. Grace, if this is about overhearing my last conversation, there, there's seriously nothing to be worried about. Everything's fine. No, it's not. Everything's not fine. Nothing's fine. Wait, what's not fine? Uh, just... Uh, everything. Grace, what's this all about? Uh, it's about Coach. After training on Thursday, me and a few of the other girls overheard Coach talking to the principal. Okay. What were they talking about? Coach is attending a hearing today. A hearing? Yeah. Uh, what about? What do you think? It's in front of the school board. Which means it's pretty serious. Exactly. I wonder if Alice's dad knows anything. Who else have you told this to? No one else yet. It's just after hearing that, the girls were talking about ditching. The girls are leaving the team? I don't know, but they're considering it. Whoa, 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 wait. Is that why they weren't on the bus today? Remember when I said I was going to get a call from someone at the girls' first match? Yeah. I told Alice it was to check up on the new girls. It's not. It's to know if anyone from our team decided to leave. Alice, whilst Grace is off looking for the match ground, can you answer me honestly? How do you feel about Mr Sanders' actions in the team? The female-only rule was... Uh, surprising. Actually, what was really surprising was how quickly it travelled through the school. Like everybody knows. Like the entire school. How can you tell? They're ignoring us, talking behind our backs. It's easy to tell. That's... 
basically bullying. How many students have been doing that? I don't know, a lot. Hmm. This new team seems to have given you more than what you wanted. I wanted to show off how good I was, captain the team, and wipe that smile off Kyle's face. Well, you kind of did that last part. Did I? Because everyone thinks I did. They think this was my master plan, and it just makes things worse. To be honest with you, I feel like I'm half the reason why this team won't get any new players. Because everybody thinks I told Coach to do this whole old girls team. What? Well, did you? Marin, what do you think? Oh, I don't know, Peter. Have you called? No answer so far. At this point, all we can do is get everything ready for his arrival. <laughs> that, that, that's not overly hopeful. Um, is it just me or someone walking towards us? Yep. Uh, do you know him? No. Hi. Hi. I'll be refereeing your next game. Ah, oh, nice to meet you. I'm sorry I'm a little late, but I need you to sign off the pre-game forms. Normally we do this the moment you arrive, but everything's just been that little bit long today. Is that for the coach? Uh, yeah. Uh, Mr. Sander, please sign here so I can officiate. I've got a pen in my pocket. Oh, sorry, I, I'm not Mr. Sander. Oh, my mistake. You, you seem like you were looking over the students. Parent. Ah, oh, right, right. Would you happen to know where Mr. Sander is? He's not here at the moment. He's running a bit late. Uh, I kind of need this. Uh, let's see. Uh, it is 50 minutes before the match, so will he be here at 10 to 1? Hopefully. I can give him till then. Just let me know when he arrives as soon as possible. It's really a pain if I need to call the school for a faculty member. It'll delay things even more. Okay, thank you. Hey Peter, do you know what that was about? More or less. We might be in big trouble. Care to explain? Uh, the ESV pre-game forms are more stringent this year. Uh, they, they deal with insurance and other in important things, and uh, they, they could cost the school tens of thousands. Like, for instance, if someone had to go to hospital and it had not been filled out properly. <sighs> Sorry, just, uh, just give me a second. Okay, so uh, there's a chance Mrs Simpson might be here, but who do I know for sure? Mr Colbert? Mr. Colbert's here. Mr. Colbert? Yes, we need to find Mr. Colbert or Mrs. Simpson right now. Now, I'm going to go see if Mrs. Simpson is here. You go and ask the girls where Mr. Colbert is. Uh, wait, Peter, who is Mr. Colbert? Marin, no time. Run. If we don't find them, we might not play. I, are you serious? I can't believe you actually said that. Well, you know... You really think I asked for this? But Coach believes 100% that you can win with girls, so it helps you prove girls deserve more. Of course people may suspect something. Oh yeah, great thinking, Marin. All two of us can battle it out against the boys. Prove to everyone girls can lose too. It's too early. People will come. Everybody hates us. It's hard enough to ask people to play with boys already, but now... How would you feel joining the most hated team in school? 
Hey, we're playing on ground three. It's down and to the left over there. I know ground three is no ground one, but come on, you don't have to give it the silent treatment. Is something wrong? No, it's okay, Grace. Hear anything from the others? No, no one's called me. Don't worry, I'll let you know the moment they do. Uh, I'm going to head over to the ground. Oh, I got a missed call. Really? Yeah, from Claire. Claire? Any voicemail? Nope. Calling back. Hey, Mars, can I have a word with you soon? Uh, sure. Hi, Claire. Alice here. Just calling you back. Um, let me know where you are, okay? See ya. Claire normally answers her phone. Does she? That's so weird. My question is, why didn't she call you? I have no idea. Ask him. Where have you been? And why are you all hot and sweaty? I've been running everywhere with a bag full of recording equipment. And you don't look so fit to begin with. Hey, well, what are you doing here anyway, Kyle? Some of the boys stayed back for the game. No harm in watching, right? You wouldn't happen to have uh, Mr. Colbert's number, would you? No number? No way! Uh, and, and what about you, Alice? Uh, don't think so. You know you've got like 35 minutes till the match, right? Ugh, we're running out of time. Where is everyone? Like the start all over again. Too scared to join. If you want, I can ask the boys to play. How many are staying back? Enough. No, I won't be accepting that offer. You can't win if you don't. Alice, for today, you might need to play with them. Marin, I think this decision has already been made. Actually, it was made a while ago. If they want to play without us, so be it. I'll just let the others know we'll play without them. Grace! Mars! When are those new players coming? I, I, I don't know. Well, it's just you said it was a good speech. I was kind of expecting someone to have arrived by now. <laughs> Never mind that. Do you know where Mr. Colbert is? No. Why, why do you want him? We need him desperately. Okay, well, what's going on? It's about the pre-game documents. The stuff Coach normally handles. Except Coach sent a text to Alice's dad and it said, take over for me. Kyle, what makes you so sure we won't have the players? Besides the fact that no one's here? They still might show. Wait, do you actually not know what's going on? We need to find Scott. He'll know where he is. Scott? He's the Alice-friendly version of Kyle. Plays up forward. You met him last week. Oh, yeah, yeah, the left, left side striker. Correct. So the seconds we're playing here today, they would have finished 30 minutes ago. Oh, jeez. Um, ground one. They were on ground one. Let's go. What's going on? <laughs> really? I assumed you of all people would know. What else can go wrong today? How far's the ground? <laughs> it's just past the building on the right. Mars, 
getting a call from Cindy. <laughs> Who's Cindy? The person from the first girl team. Go ahead, I'll catch up. Oh, crap. Like why your dad is here, but not Mr. Sander? All the mixed team girls? Scott! Oh, Marin, right? You're the reporter that's hovering around the girls' team. Uh, yes, uh, thank you for remembering. Um, please, do you know where Mr. Colbert is? Oh, Mr. Colbert? Why? What's up? Uh, no, no, no time to explain. But surely, I mean, you know why Mr. Sanders' speech to the girls' team just didn't work. Mars! You were wrong. You were totally wrong. Everyone's there. Nobody's coming. The entire girls' team. They're all over there playing the girls' first match. They won't help us. What happened with Mr. Colbert? Uh, Mr. Colbert's on the bus. He's on his way back to school. Why, why did you need the seconds coach? Kyle, what did you do? Me? Nothing. I'm just genuinely surprised you haven't figured any of this out. Look, I don't know why you haven't already, but give those mixed team girls a call. I mean, I saw them early this morning, which, now that I know the time of your game, is definitely a little weird. Oh, and you might want to hurry. You've got 30 minutes left, and, um, traffic's pretty bad today. Grace, what are they saying? Alice, wait a moment. What do you mean you're at Riverside? Give me a sec. Alice, it's not good. They took the wrong bus this morning. How far are they? Riverside's not too far away. Like, five or ten minutes. Can they drive over? With what? They don't have a car. They took the bus. So we need to pick them up then. Marin, can you? I drove the ute today. The two-seater. By the time I collect all three, it would be too late. What about your dad? He came in with us, remember? Our car is back at school. What are we going to do? What can we do? Alice, where are you going? She's just run off. Heading back to ground one? Uh, I don't know. The bus! The bus! she say the bus? Is she planning to take the school bus? You're not supposed to be the crazy one. You can't take the school bus. Oh, what the hell? Emma, we're going to try and pick you up in the bus. I'll call back. You can't take... Come on, Mars! You've got to let us drive the bus. I'm definitely not letting you drive the bus. Please, can you drive us down to Riverside to pick up our teammates? I'm sorry, I can't do that. But they got on the wrong bus this morning. I'm sorry to hear that. Next time, they should take better care and get on the right bus. Please, we're desperate. Look, like I told your friend here, in 20 minutes, I've got to drive a bus full of kids back to school. 
I don't have time to take you on some sort of personal excursion. We'll be there and back before you know it. If I delay my trip now, the next round of kids I pick up will be delayed too. We have to follow the timetable. Now, I'm sorry, but that's just how things work. I suggest you wait for the next bus and ask them for help. Hi, Gary. Pete? I'm so sorry my kids have been annoying you, but we're in a bit of a pickle here. If they can't get those players here in time, they'll need to forfeit their match. Would you mind doing me this favour? Hmm, how far is it? Seven minutes. Tops. Alright, but we're in and out, Pete. In and out. Thanks, Gary. Well, what are we waiting for? Get in. We don't have much time. Peter, what's the situation with the referee? Well, evidently Mrs Simpson wasn't there today and looking at the time... Oh, t t take a left turn here, before the bridge. We've missed any opportunity we had at a faculty member taking over. So, what does that mean? It means Brendan needs to be there. We're almost there, Emma. Head towards the road and get ready to jump on. We've got about 20 minutes left. You'll have about 10 by the time we get back. According to ESV's rules, how many players do you need on field to start a match? Seven. Even with these players, you still only have five. You might need some boys. I'd rather not. There they are! Bus driver, over there! Over there! Get in! Get in! Okay, everyone. We're not going to have much time when we get back. So if you haven't already, put on your shoes, socks and shin guards. Peter, is there anything that we should do when we get back? Well... There's really only one thing we can do. Buy Brendan time. But that's overlooking the worst case scenario. And what's that? Well, for all I know, the ref may have already cancelled. Oh, who is it now? Is everyone ready? We're about to arrive. Claire? Again? Claire, where are you? I thought you were with the others. Flemington? Flemington, let me talk. What the hell? Weren't you at Sunshine? All five of us are heading over on the bus right now. We're playing on ground three. So she's going to play? Yeah. Well, that makes six players. One more to go. Well, get ready. If you can see Scott, ask him if he can prepare too. What do you mean, why? Five plus one is six. We still need at least one more to play the match. Wait, what? Who did you convince? We're here, everyone. Off! Grace, look! You can see Claire over there with a bunch of girls. She convinced them to come. We've got 11 players on time. And Peter? What are you going to do? Find the referee. Okay, everyone. We've got less than 10 minutes before the match. If you haven't already, get all your stuff on. We're going to do a quick warm-up. Run to the line and back twice. Alice, take them through some stretches. Did you find him? No. Where do you think it's gone? Well, he's not here. And he's not in the officials' room. Could he be uh, anywhere else? The only other place would be the club rooms. But I checked that as well when we walked here from the bus. Does that mean he may have already cancelled the match? I'll try giving Mr. Sander a call. Come on, come on. There's no answer. Okay, uh, 
So, what do we do now? There's only a few minutes before the game. I think we might just have to call it. <laughs> After all that? Seriously? Seems like it. Yo, Pete. Brendan? Can you park my car? I couldn't find a parking spot. What? what? No. No, no, no. First, we, we need to go find the riff. Already signed the documents. But seriously, Pete, the car's somewhere on the road. I only got two minutes to coach your team. <laughs> what the hell are you doing here? Go and coach your team. So, Marin, how many players do we have? Eleven. Excellent. I'm here with the star of the match, Grace Garza, and I must say, what a performance. It was pretty good, wasn't it? You made so many saves, I started mistaking you for the goalkeeper. <laughs> Defender is fine with me, thanks. So, how do you feel about today's match? Exhausted. Uh, on the one hand, East Killer did seem to tie in the second half, but on the other hand, I feel as a defender? That's when you really started to shine. I'm just glad they didn't score a goal in the end. After running around everywhere before the match, I almost didn't have enough energy for the match itself. Don't let me bring it up. You were worried before the match that some girls might quit. Are you still worried? No, not really. I think everyone who played today is kind of stuck now. <laughs> How so? Because it'll be too late to back out. By Monday, they'll have the attention of the whole school. Alice was going on earlier about the team getting school-wide attention for all the wrong reasons. To her, it was a reason people might not join, but you're saying it's almost the opposite? No, not the opposite. I still think it'll be hard for people to join, but I believe once your name's attached there, there'll be no point to leave. So you believe that girls might as well stay when they've already caught the worst of it? Mostly, but I think it'll get even worse. Actually, I know it will. The boys were lined up there on the sidelines ready to play, so there's no excuse for it. Why do you think it'll get worse? Because we ended East Keelaw's winning streak. On Saturday, the 6th of April, East Killer's match with Flemington Grammar School ended as a 0-0 draw. The following match, East Killer played last year's 5th place team, Pasco Bale. Unlike Flemington, this match was not riddled with pre-game chaos. They even managed to attract two additional girls, for a total of 13 players. However, the only thing that remained unchanged was the scoreline. 0-0 for a second week in a row. I know we've spoken a lot about last year, but I'd like to take a moment to talk about this year's leaderboard. At the start of this episode, Eastgill shared the first place position with two wins and six points. But after four games, two draws, and now a collective eight points altogether, Eastgill have dropped down to fifth place, trailing the first place team by four points. Now, According to Grace, the boys will use these draws to complain against the all-girls team, because, in effect, 
it cost them their two-year winning streak. But I feel the people who will complain about this, who will use this as an example of why the all-girls team shouldn't exist, also won't recognize who gambled the most with this experiment. Brendan Sander. To now, he has been the person who has brought up that streak the most. It was his experiment to use gifted year 10 students that led to the record in the first place. So to put his record on the line shows to me not only how much he believes in these girls, but how much he thought this change was needed. Do you remember Mr. Sanders' speech to the girls' first team at the start of the episode? Well, what you heard wasn't actually the end of it. Have a listen to how he finishes off. People always talk about the pay gap between men and women. For every dollar men make, women make 79 cents. But with that in mind, depending on the statistic you use, if you are making one cent for every dollar a man makes in soccer, you're doing well. One cent. How are we this bad? When we compare the last World Cups, how did male teams receive a total of $400 million, whilst the women's just received $15 million, or 3.8 cents for every male dollar. When we compare the highest paid soccer players, how did a man make $111 million compared to just $1 million for his female counterpart? Or 0.9 cents for every dollar. Subtract sponsorships and that number cuts in half, 0.5 cents. When we compare the average wage in the highest leagues in the world, how do women earn 0.5 cents? When we compare the team value of the highest clubs in the world, how are we at 0.1 cent? The fact is, women play in a system based on prejudice. It's a system resistant to change. But let me tell you, we can change that. One of the biggest hurdles women face in soccer is the idea that they're not as good as men. So if we can prove that they can be, that an all-girl team can become champions of a male league, then maybe we change the narrative. And maybe, just maybe, we destroy the stigma surrounding women. That's why I need you. I don't just want a female state tournament. I want a women's league that gets paid the same. I want a World Cup that is treated equally and I want to be in a position where I don't have to justify why women deserve equal treatment. The same opportunities for girls. That's all I want. I need your help not to win, but to change the game forever. Please.
The Graduates Cup is a Sin Media podcast and could not have been created without the help of Creative Victoria, the Community Broadcasting Foundation, Rachel Alford, Ron Kurtz, Madeline Plum, James Liotta, Pat Chirico, Patrick Farnan, Michael Huang, Lucindu Pandicarola, Crystal Roxas, Lindsay Green, John Chia. So, from what I can tell, the numbers Mr. Sanders cites compare the 2018 Men's World Cup to the 2015 Women's World Cup. However, since this was recorded, a Women's World Cup began and ended. So with that in mind, has the total payout improved? Well, between World Cups, the women's payout jumped from approximately 4.6 cents to 7.5 cents for every male dollar. Which, on the face of it, looks like progress. Until you realize the pay gap also jumped from 343 million US dollars to 370 million. Unfortunately, this is a mixed bag. Whether it's an improvement or not depends upon which statistic you personally believe best represents the future. But, at the very least, there's been a definite improvement in one regard. Viewership. This Women's World Cup absolutely smashed previous records, with the finals actually surpassing the men's in some countries. The exact stats here is a little harder to gather, but if this is something you're interested in and want more details, you can check out the Matildas push for equality through their site and hashtag OurGoalIsNow. I'll also be leaving all the resources used in this episode in the description for you to check out. If you want to keep up to date with the Graduates Cup podcast, you can visit us at our Facebook page, The Graduates Cup. You can also visit us at my own personal YouTube channel, Marination, that's M-A-R-I-N, Nation, where we'll be uploading subtitled versions of The Graduates Cup podcast. Thank you for listening, and until next time.